The reading is taken from Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 1, beginning at verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Here you go, I've got some blessings oh, for you. Blessing. Blessings, awesome. blessings. Oh, wow, I Actually, oh, I'm getting a little bit of feedback. I'm not sure who's getting feedback. Um, but it's every blessing, so There's I have more. got even more for you. I'm going to use the ladder to help. Might need to come a little bit closer. Here you go. Here have every oh, blessing. Lovely. Thank you. Just wow. as he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before him in love. He destined us for adoption. Oh, lost and needs a home. That's me. As his children through Jesus Christ, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace that he freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. Pick me, pick me, pick me. There you go, you are a child of God. Oh, thank you, God. In him we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace that he lavished on us. Um, trespasses, that's a big word. What does that mean? Trespasses are all the things that you do wrong. Oh, oh, okay, give me a moment. I've done quite a few of them. I've been trying to hide them, but they're written all over me. Look, everywhere I lie to my mum and I cheat when I'm playing games and I'm mean to my brother and I'm jealous of my friends. I've done so many things that are wrong, look. I know, but don't worry because I have forgiven you. So here, you can have one of these. A lovely, clean t-shirt, because oh, all wow. is forgiven. Thank you, God. And with all wisdom and insight, he has made known to us the mystery of his will. Oh, here you go. Can you hold this? Oh, God's big plan. Oh, oh. Good pleasure that he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time. Time? I've got something for time. To gather up all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In Christ we have also obtained an inheritance. Having been destined according to the purpose who accomplishes all things according to his counsel and will. So that we who were the first to set our hope on Christ might live for the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you had heard the truth, the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and had believed in him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance toward redemption. 
as God's own people to the praise of his glory. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Thank you, Mandy and Ali. Um, Mark is going to bring us a little bit of our gospel reading and then go into our talk. I'm just going to gather up some of these things out of his way. And I'm going to make this taller for Mark as well. That's okay, Nick. Good. Right, yeah, we're going to have our gospel reading to start off with. So those that are able, if you'd like to stand. It's a very short gospel reading, I have to say. It's only uh, two or three verses. Um. (laughs) Do you want to go back one? There we go. Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. So this is from Mark chapter 6. King Herod heard of it, for Jesus' name had become known. Some were saying John the baptizer has been raised from the dead, and for this reason these powers are at work in him. But others said, it is Elijah, and others said, it is a prophet, like one of the prophets of old. But when Herod heard of it, he said, John, whom I beheaded, has been raised. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Now we have some interesting readings today and they're really good because what they talk about is about recognising something for the first time. Yeah. Now we've all recognised stuff in our lives. Now put your hand up if you've learnt something new, um, say in the last three months. Excellent, that's good. When you get to that point of learning something and the penny drops and you go, oh, I get it. I know children, you know this at school. Uh, I remember learning to tell the time. It took me quite a while. Using a clock face was difficult, going backwards and forwards. But when I got it, it was sort of like, wow, it's amazing. And what we've got today is we've got people recognising something for the first time. So in our gospel reading, we have Jesus being recognised by lots of people. We hear it from Herod's point of view, but he thinks it's John coming back, but it's not. You see, in the time, everyone was seeing Jesus. He was known as teacher, rabbi. He was a healer. He was making people well. He was a miracle worker. People were sort of like, wow, look at Jesus. People were recognising that there was a power and authority in him that was different. So they were recognising him. And what we have today in our Old Testament reading is the same thing. We have David recognising that when the Ark Ark of the Covenant, the box of promises as we talk about in junior church, when it was with God, God's blessings came to God's people. When it was stolen and taken off, 
Uh, it didn't do that well in other places. People weren't blessed just because they had this. But when God and his people were connected together, blessings came. And that's what David was doing. He was bringing the Ark of the Covenant up to where God's people had settled in Jerusalem. They were being reunited. So there was celebration. David had recognised that this was important. He had recognised God with his people as being important. Now, um, we have seen lots of celebrations and I'm sure, along with me and everybody else in the nation, we are praying that this afternoon we will have another celebration in the Euros. Yeah, And we have seen, thank you, cheering at the back, we have seen the celebrations in our nation of people being slightly undignified in places and celebrating because they're just ecstatic at the fact that England are doing so well. And they're getting excited about a ball being kicked in a field from one side to another. Yeah? David was excited about the fact that God was with his people. And yes, he was undignified. Yes, he was dancing with all of his might. He was making lots of noise. And he was encouraging everybody else to do the same. Why? Because God is coming home. Not football is coming home. Yeah? And what we have here is we have the recognition, the realisation, the understanding and seeing Something is happening, yeah? Now, what I want to do is I want to say that actually there's slightly more in our story today than just going, oh look, Jesus and God are on the move. I want to actually look at the Ark of the Covenant. So I'm going to ask Mandy and Helen to come forward uh, and we're going to have a bit of a head-to-head worker against worker. They should both have buzzers. Have you got a buzzer? Does it work? It does work. Mandy, you haven't got a buzzer, have you? You're going old school. Mandy's got a bell. Can you hear that? Might be too loud. What I would say is, you know what, when the ark came in uh, to Jerusalem, we hear of another part of the story where um, there's a celebration when somebody comes into Jerusalem. It's not just the ark. When Jesus entered into Jerusalem, there was celebration as well. And there were people shouting, uh, Hosanna in the highest. Um, Is it the son of David? Or someone from the house of David is coming. I've got it written down somewhere. Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the, uh, in the highest. You see, what we're hearing is we're hearing uh, almost a remake. We all know about remakes in films, don't we? That the newer one uh, shows what happened in the last one. We've got Jesus entering. We're seeing a new way of working. Yeah, We're seeing something new, but it's still in the way of the old way. And I think we've got that in this as well. So I'm going to go head to head with you two. I'm going to ask you some questions. Church, get ready, because if they don't know, I'm coming to you. Yeah? So the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, First one. What's the lid made of? The lid here. What's it made of? Oh, Helen? It's made of plastic, Mark. No, not this lid. (laughs) They say don't work with children or animals. I say um, watch your staff as well. No, this is a... This is an image of what it would be. So the original um, ark, what would the lid have been made of? Not plastic. Mandy. Is it gold? It is. What sort of gold? Shiny. Shiny gold. (laughs) Solid gold. Perfect, pure gold. Excellent. Next question. What's the rest of the box made of? Helen. I'm going to guess it's made of wood. It is made of wood, but not just wood. 
because wood would be a little boring. Extra point for what's it covered with. So it's made of wood, but it's covered with something else. Any ideas? Go on, Mandy. It is more gold. It's gold leaf. It's made to look like the rest. Anybody else done this? Where you've got something and you're trying to make it look better than it is, so you cover it with something thin and shiny, and you go, ooh, look, it's solid gold. It's not. It's wood with gold on it. Right, excellent. So that's good. Um, what appears on the top of the arc? Now... I know mine is actually ping-pong balls. You don't have to tell me that they're ping-pong balls and plastic plates. That is not what it is. What are they, what are they an image of? Uh, I was going to say ping-pong balls. You're going to say ping-pong uh, balls. Helen. They're, they're cherubim. A cherubim. What is a cherubim for an extra point? <laughs> Little angels. Little angels. Excellent. Little angels on the top. So we've got these, again, they're made of gold. These gold uh, figures of angels on the top. Um, where did the Spirit of God appear? Um, sorry, where, did, um, where does God enthrone himself? So where does the Spirit of God rest? Where is God's presence in the ark? Have a guess. Is he on a cloud? No. It's not on a cloud? I think, was it mentioned in the reading that it's above the top? It's about here is where they reckon God's presence was. This is where they were looking. They were saying, between the angels was God's presence. He was enthroned uh, amongst the cherubim. So above the golden lid, but in between the angels. Excellent. Right, fair enough. So you've done well with that. Now, I'm going to ask you uh, a couple more questions, which sort of relate to the box, but they actually relate to Jesus as well. Right? I think I've just given away my first answer. (laughs) Never mind. Who is the most perfect human being? Um, Mandy. Is it Jesus? It is. Excellent. And what I want to do here is I want to bring a parallel between the Ark of the Covenant and what we see in Jesus. Yeah? Because the lid of the Ark of the Covenant was made of something pure. Yeah? Totally pure. Wonderful. When we hear of heaven, we hear of heaven being paved with gold. I loved your story. Uh, your word earlier, that there was a path and it became a golden path. Because that's what heaven, uh, that's the building blocks of heaven, is gold. Yeah? And actually, we've got a perfect lid that sits above, I'm going to say it is almost the head of, uh, what comes underneath it. Um, But Jesus was perfect in every way. Now, next one. Who is created by God but transformed into Jesus' likeness. Do you think we see if anybody out there knows the answer? Is that because you don't know, Helen? (laughs) Right, let's see whether we have any idea. Who is created by God? There's more than one, by the way. Who gets created by God, but get transformed into Jesus' likeness? I see some hands. Adam and Eve. They were created by God. They are part of the same thing. Anybody else? I'm going to give you a... Oh, go on. Humans! Yes, well done. We are created by God, just like the wood was created by God. But we are transformed into Jesus' likeness. So, we've got Jesus like the lid. We've got God's people like the box. Excellent, underneath. Next bit is... um, Where do angels appear in the Bible? 
They, uh, they appear in lots of places, Mark. <laughs> Thank you. Can you give me some of them? Any of them? They're on a ladder going up and down between heaven and they, earth. Because we've got a heavenly realm and an earthly they realm. They lead the Israelites as they're coming out of Egypt and crossing the sea. There's an angel leading the way. There is an angel leading the way coming out of um, Egypt, right? So when God is on the move, the angels are there. Brilliant. Before Jesus arrives, the angels appear in loads and loads of different ways. And what do we hear? We hear God is on the move. God is working when the angels are there. Brilliant. Um, There's one more that isn't really an angel, but it is about God's spirit. It has wings, and uh, God's spirit is described as this. So where do we see God's spirit as wings appearing in the Bible? At the back. At the back. It is when Jesus got baptised. We see the same spirit of creation. It hovered over the waters. But the spirit comes and rests on Jesus. And what we hear at Jesus' baptism is we hear that we've got Jesus there. We've got the Holy Spirit coming and resting on him. And we hear God's voice saying, this is my son with whom I am well pleased. Yeah. Now, Jesus' baptism is a bit like this. We have Jesus as being like the lid. We have uh, the people of God underneath. And we have the Spirit of God resting just above where Jesus is. And we hear and see God in action. Now this is really cool. Because what we're starting to see, we're starting to see a picture of God on the move and God working. From something that happened in the past to something that happened with Jesus' time. And something that's going to happen into the future. Now because I'm talking about the future, I want to ask you my last question, ladies. Here we go. What's in the box? There's three things in the box. What's in the box? Um, a pair of Nike trainers? Nope. What's in the box? Uh, there's a pot of manna. There is a pot of manna, uh, which was the bread that they picked up in the desert. It was God's provision for his people. Anything else, Mandy? That you, do you need help? Point to someone who you think might know. I, that's a bit harsh. Did she? What else is it's, in the it's box? It's a shame the vicar's not here to ask him. It is. Normally we would ask the vicar at this point. The Ten Commandments are in there. Well done, Mandy. You have redeemed yourself. Is that it? There's one more thing. Is anybody else it's a any bit like it one be? of these poles, but it belonged to somebody else and it wasn't Moses. It was his friend. So it's his a, brother. Oh, it was his friend. Brother. It was his brother. Hopefully yeah. they're friends as well. The last thing that was in there was Aaron's staff, which was the staff that budded when Aaron was shown that he had been chosen for leadership by God himself. So what we have is we have three things in the box, and they relate back to Jesus as well. Because the Ten Commandments, or actually at this point, do we want to give out some of the craft bits? The craft bits are there, yes. Um, For those with our youngest children, you will see some tables to the side of you and you can fold along the lines and you can stick the old colour in first and then you can fold along and stick them together to make your own uh, Ark of the Covenant and there's a lid and some straws to do as well. So this is just out for our youngest children. Uh, If you're a slightly older child and you have a younger sibling, you might be able to help them with it. Yes. And that uh, allows me just to talk about this last few bits for uh, those that are able. You see, all the stuff that was in the box, all the stuff that we see in Jesus is being completed. It's not being replaced. 
Yeah, Jesus came to fulfil the law, the Ten Commandments, not to replace it. Jesus describes himself as the bread of heaven, the bread of life. God's provision for his people, which is represented in the Ark of Covenant, Jesus is that provision. And Jesus has been given authority and power that he passes on to his disciples. Yeah, And that is the same uh, authority that was given in some ways, chosen by God to Aaron, because they didn't want to trust in Aaron. But the, the budding staff showed that it was God's plan. Now, you might think, okay, Mark, you've shown me the connection between Jesus and the Ark of the Covenant, but what difference does that make? And the difference is this. Our epistle reading um, basically sums up all that this is. Yeah? It says that um, it's Jesus through the church, through God's people, that actually bring um, salvation and redemption to all of God's creation. Yeah? And it's only through Jesus that we are made right. So these are some of the things that came out in our reading. You would have seen the actions and the things that were talked about. It's not just the promise of God uh, represented for us. Hang on. I've lost this bit a sec. Yes. So, the outworking of God through his people. Oh, here we go. I found it now. This is what it says. I was a page back. Through Christ we are blessed. Before anything was planned or set in place, he knew this would be. You see, this tabernacle wasn't an old way of working. This is God's way of working. Jesus is God's way of working. Before anything was planned, it was set in place. Through a mixture of wisdom and mystery, everything will be brought into completion. We are redeemed, forgiven, adopted. We have an inheritance, both here now and one to come. God's Holy Spirit, his presence and his kingdom rest in this place. But you know, when Jesus came and the Holy Spirit rested on him, he then passed that onto those that come after him that are in his likeness. And the very promises that are held by this are kept within the church to be shared outside. And I suppose the biggest thing is just verse 7 of our Ephesians reading says this. How does this all happen? It happens according to the riches of his grace. Jesus' grace. Jesus' life, his death, his resurrection bring us to a place of being closer to God, having his spirit with us and walking in a new life, an eternal life. So that's where our praise gets put. You see, we started off with recognising it and that recognition brought about actual praise. That's what we see with the ark. That's what we see in the life of Jesus. People being transformed and changed and bringing glory to God. So today when we hear people chanting for their team, for England or for Italy as well, when you chant for your team and you want to celebrate 
and you want to go, yes, this is brilliant. That's what we're called to do for God because he has made everything right for us. And he shows it not just in the past uh, through setting things up, but through Jesus and through us into the world. The past, the present and the future. Let me pray as we come to a point where we're going to have a song, aren't we, about what we believe. Father God, I want to thank you that you sent Christ. I want to thank you that you call us back to you. And Lord, as we just worship you, Lord, may we not forget that this is about you. This is about your call to us and about God's presence being with his people. So Lord, we ask for an outpouring of what you were doing in David, of what you did through Christ, what you did in the early church with the disciples, that we would experience more of your spirit and that we would uh, represent that to the world around us. In Jesus' name, amen.